Welcome to Relationship Psych, the podcast, helping you understand how love turns to anger and even hate. Through the episodes, you will learn how to transform doomed relationships into exciting, intimate, and long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Amber Dawson. I'm a psychologist, author, and speaker. A few of my favorite things are my husband, Grapes, and my adorable little dog, Riggs. Now let's learn how to create a soul-crushing love that lasts. Hit subscribe in your podcast app so that simply by listening, you can learn to create a strong relationship. In today's episode, we are talking three secrets to fighting fair. Don't let fighting become the root of evil in your relationship. Nasty fighting can turn even the best relationship sour. There are many differences in the way men and women prepare for battle with their spouse. For sure, these are not true of all men and women, but most. Many women come into battle armed with their emotional armor. They are ready to wade into the emotional world, sharing thoughts and feelings about criticisms and what they want. Men, on the other hand, are ready to protect and ward off the attack. They too want the conflict to be over, but their strategy is often one of not wanting to hang out emotionally. Their armor usually comes from a place of defending and leaving the situation. Now, as the saying goes, men are from Mars and women are from Venus. It is no wonder that the way we think fair fighting should be leads to the occasional battle and catastrophe. If you've been looking on our website or trying to find CCPRR, we are temporarily down for a rebrand. So stay tuned for our new launch. Let's dive in into how to fight fair. Let's stay away from the nasty fighting and turn that relationship from sour to sweet. Here are three strategies that we can do. Now, number this first strategy, Number one, coming to terms with taking breaks and fighting, I have to say is a sweeping overgeneralization in my couple's work. Women do not like this strategy. And ladies, I hear you on a personal level. Have you ever heard the old saying, don't go to bed angry? Well, I've heard it too. Is it every, ever okay to go to bed angry? Yeah, it is okay. Does it feel miserably uncomfortable? Does it feel so bad to break a conversation? Yeah, it feels terrible. However, if we put some boundaries around breaks and how to do them, it can really help the argument turn into resolution. Now let's imagine when we're in conflict with our partners, our heart rates rise, we have tension all over our bodies, we can't think clearly, we're emotionally flooded. When this happens, we are prone to saying things we do not mean, or even if we mean them, we say them in mean ways. We can be harsh and hurtful, and we say things that can't be forgotten. So it is vital that we commit to fighting fair. And remember, there is an optimal heart rate to fighting with your spouse. Now, just like there's an optimal heart rate for cardiovascular exercise and probably meditation, there's that optimal heart rate to do conflict. And based on the research in the Love Lab with John Gottman and his colleagues, they found that the optimal heart rate for fighting is less than 100 beats per minute. 
So that means when we feel escalated, when we're turning red, when we want to clench up, when our heart is pounding in our chest, we need to calm down so we can protect ourselves and our partner from our inner venom. Now, surely just walking away when we feel that way is likely to set off a cascade of the other person feeling disrespected, upset, and then yelling, chasing, trying to reconnect. So let's memorize some lines that we can use when we're feeling like we need a break. So rather than just walking away, we could say, honey, I'm feeling flooded. Can I have 20 minutes? I promise I will come back. So the key to that is set the alarm for 20 minutes and come back. Or maybe you say, I want to talk about this, but I can't find the words. I need to calm down. I'll be back in 20 minutes. I've certainly had many couples protest about the idea of taking breaks. So if it feels unbearable to be away from your partner, try just sitting in silence as you two engage in any other activity other than fighting. So read the news, Facebook, do a meditation, do anything, but engage in the conflict and think about the conflict. I mean, if you just sit there and stew on the conflict, what are you going to do? When you get into it, you're not going to be more calm. You're going to be more mad. So although it seems like you shouldn't change your mind, you shouldn't refocus on it, You know, just focus your attention somewhere else for a short period of time so you can come back to fighting fair. Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? The second secret is remembering the allure of talking about what's wrong and that it does not generate solutions. So again, do you want to find a solution or do you want to blame your partner? Well, it likely depends on how angry you are when you're listening to this podcast. When we are deeply hurt, we feel hollow, like someone has kicked us in the gut. We want someone to be responsible for that. So we want someone to be responsible for that kind of pain. And if it's someone else's fault, we want them to fix it. And if it's not fixed by that other person, it leaves us feeling powerless. And since that pain and that powerlessness sucks, we try to make someone else responsible. All this does is put all the responsibility on them and we feel like there's nothing we can do to fix it. And when we approach our partner with this kind of attitude, it puts them on the defensive. We have to remember the magnetic pull we feel to put it all on them and that this does not lend well to problem solving. So if you truly want the problem to be solved, try asking your partner for what you need. For example, if you're upset because they were late, stay away from the irresistible temptation to blame them for your pain and focus on their lateness. Rather than discussing that they were late, talk to them about how you would like them to be on time. Hint, it's not exactly what they did that makes us feel bad. It's what what they did means to us. So if they were late, for example, it might make you feel like they don't care or they don't respect you. So you could also say, I want to feel respected. And to feel respected, it would really be helpful if you're going to be late. Can you please call? So it's really thinking about how can you frame for the solutions so that you can get on track and work together to find a way to meet both of your unique needs. And the third step that we're going to talk about to fighting fair is putting your conflict into perspective. Mm, Now, okay, easier said than done. 
I mean, let's be real. When we're in conflict, sometimes we don't want perspective. We want to win and we want to be right and we want someone else to fix it. However, when we adore our partner, sometimes we want to remember how to fight fair. And so we have to put that conflict into perspective. When in conflict with our partners, our pain can zap out the light. Protect your relationship from the dark conflict vacuum and intentionally bring in some softening light. The root of a lot of evil is more evil. Rather than matching hate, anger, sadness, and despair with more hate, anger, sadness, and despair, intentionally also look for what is right. Our world exists in a set of both ands, not either ors. Each day, our sun rises and sets, and we have light and dark. Our world is perfect harmony, and what we see is a matter of our perspective. Lightness opens opportunities, improves mood, and generates solutions. Think of what the spring feels like after a winter of dark. The light on our skin simply makes us feel good. So I don't mean go stand in the sun after conflict with your partner, although maybe, who knows, maybe it would help. But I mean also share what you appreciate about your partner with them, even in conflict, or use a soft tone. Focus on your unmet needs and wishes rather than blaming, nagging, or criticizing. Lightness is the surprise ingredient that can transform a conflict that is stuck on a broken record loop to a solvable problem or at least a difference that a couple can learn to live with. So fighting does not have to be the root of evil. Nasty fighting, yeah, can turn even the best of relationships sour. But they do say you attract more bees with honey than you do with vinegar. So think about how can you fight fair? So the three things that we talked about in this episode, we're coming to terms with taking breaks, even if we feel like we want to repel the idea of breaks. Remember the alluring notion of talking about what's wrong because it does not generate solutions. And lastly, we talked about putting our conflicts into perspective. So those are the three hacks for fighting fair. I wish you luck. Thank you for tuning in to Relationship Psych, the podcast put on by Ember Relationship Psychology. If you're looking for more free relationship help or advice that comes straight from the couple's therapy room, check out the free resources and the blog at www.emberrelationshippsychology.com.